Well, hello again, and welcome back to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. I can't tell you how excited I am because in the last week, I've been blown away at the response I've been getting from people who have listened to this little podcast and are making it a part of their journey for 30 minutes out of their week. And uh, I, I, I've heard from people this week I hadn't seen in years. And you just never know who's going to hear what, when, and how. And so I am thankful today that this word is getting out there and people are receiving it and they're taking action. Listen, don't fool yourself. You can hear something, but if you don't take action, well, you know, what benefit has it really been for you? I mean, this might be transformational. Or I'm sorry, this may be informational, but it may not be transformational unless you take it and do something with it. And so what's exciting to me is that I'm not the only one who's taking this word and doing something about it. People are popping up all across the country saying, hey man, I'm seeing this. I'm hearing this. I want to be more a part of this, but we're taking action steps to actually get to a point where we can be free from some of this nonsense that we've hidden for years because we're embarrassed or <clears throat> we're too hurt by it <clears throat> or whatever the issue is. We're getting set free. And so I want you to join us in that journey. I'd love to hear from you. If you're seeing things that are transforming and changing in your life. I'd love to hear about it. And uh, I, I hope that many more of you will participate in this journey because we're going forward. We're not staying behind. And that kind of brings me to what I want to talk about today. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and that's what I call pressing past our past. <laughs> pressing past our past, because that's been a big challenge for me. I have had in many ways considered a miserable past. And some of it's been because of what I've done. And some of it's been because what's done to me. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's all the same. My past. I don't want it eliminated, but I sure as heck don't want to dwell on it every day of my life. I don't want to make excuses for me today because of something that happened to me 20 years ago. You hear that? You know, you've heard me say this and I really believe it. At some point, my victim card had to expire. I just, you know, I just couldn't keep holding people responsible for my lack of traction in life. <laughs> and, you know, I was, I got tired of going like, you know what, because this happened to me or because this person did this to me, you know, I am who I am today. That's not true anymore for me. There have been people who have hurt me and there have been people I have hurt. I've hurt. But the fact of the matter is, I own me exclusively in terms of who I serve, what I participate in, the direction that I go, the aggressiveness in life I take. It's no longer being held in some, to someone else's responsibility. It's my own. And really, as I start thinking about this whole pushing past my past or pressing past my past, I thought about this. I'm kind of three-dimensional, maybe more dimensions than that. I didn't say three personalities. I said three dimensions. There's my past, there's my present, and there's my future. And a question I had to answer for myself is this. Where are you going to spend most of your time? Because where you spend your time is where your investment will flow out of or lack thereof. And so if all I'm doing is trying to figure out the past, looking through the rearview mirror, never been able to connect dots, but by God, I'm going to keep pressing to the figuring out the past till I have, as long as I've got breath in me, then that's where we're going to stay. Even though you're present, you're in the past. 
your past has now become your present. And it's exhausting. It lacks reward. It makes me stay mad at people. It makes me stay mad at myself. It makes me relive pain and hurt and embarrassment. I'm tired of it. And I hope some of you are too. So if you just look at kind of that past guy, you know, that was, that's the guy, that's the part of me who exists in my memories. And God, honestly, there's good memories and bad memories. I don't want them eliminated. I just don't want to dwell on them. If you look at me today, the present me, if you will, this is the one I want to pour myself into. This is the one that I want to um, live out. And I, I, you know, I want to stay focused on. This is the guy that is dealing with real life, the actual experiences that are setting me up for whatever my future looks like. But I'm not even going to be obsessed with my future until I can learn to take control of today. I've used the future as an opportunity and an excuse to avoid having to do something today. And here I wake up an older man and go like, I've not accomplished anything I wanted because I never really, really, really took advantage of today. And I'm going to tell you something, not, to, you know, I'm not trying to be, you know, a negative, but the fact is most of what you spend time thinking about, you can't control. Number one is your past. It's done. It's over. It's etched. And, you know, so if we, you know, can't do anything about the past, how in the world can we do anything about the future if we don't even know what future we have? I'll tell you how. You can prepare for whatever lies ahead by doing the best you can with today. That's what you do. That's what I do. And that's what we have to focus on. So I'm not going to beat this horse to death on you all day long. But listen, I, you need to understand that we, where we have to spend our time, our energy, our equity, so to speak, to get the best return on the investment out of our own lives. It's in today. None of us are promised anything <clears throat> past this breath <clears throat> I'm taking right now. And so what I want to do is to maximize what I have. <clears throat> and what I have is my wife with me today. I've got a son with me today. I've got friends around me today. I've got opportunities. I've got a great job. I've got you know people that I love working with. I've got friends of mine that <clears throat> look to me for advice. I look for them for wisdom. I'm going to take advantage and be content and happy in today. <clears throat> Reggie, what if tomorrow comes? And you know why tomorrow's going to be better for me? than most is because because I'm preparing for myself, my tomorrow life, if I have it, by what I do today. How's that? Well, I look, I, I work my life today in proper habits, skills, and taking the experience of my past and it's saying to my future, here I come. I'm not missing anything anymore because I've overlooked today. I want you to think about the people that are in your life. They, you owe to them today. You owe to them pouring yourself out to them today. Listen, your life is not your own. You're responsible and you're accountable to people and places and things. And that the only way that's going to happen is if you zone in and focus on 
today, the breath that I'm breathing now, the opportunities that you've provided me today. Now, I am not suggesting that you shouldn't think about tomorrow, but don't be obsessed with it. No more than you should be obsessed with your past. Your tomorrow will take care of itself if you take care of today the way you should be and be accountable to them and responsible to those around you. Then you'll be prepared when tomorrow comes, if it does. So Thomas Morrison said this, great quote. He said this, the past is behind us, learn from it. True, right? The future is ahead of us, prepare for it. Aha, but he said this, the present is here, live it. You can't, you've got to live today. You're not assured of living tomorrow and you can't change any of the living you did in the past. Listen, I love thinking about what ifs. You know, what if I would have done this? And what if I would have done that? What if, you know, if I hadn't have done this or they hadn't have done that to me, this what if game is exhausting. It causes me to be depressed and it causes me to like live in regret constantly. And I am tired of it. Are you? I'm going to give you some steps in just a few minutes that'll help you kind of isolate today for its importance by eliminating the, you know, this obsession with our past or our hopes for tomorrow. Live today. So Robert Perzig said this, the past exists only in memories, right? The future only in our plans. The present is our only reality. Stop fooling yourself as to thinking that something is going to be different tomorrow. What will be different tomorrow is based upon the experiences you drug into today and what you've done with them and preparing for tomorrow. Your future has only brightness attached to it if you have done something today to make the brightness appear. If you're sitting around just dragging this old corpse of your past around, right, so to speak, and you're you're like, yeah, you know, I, I can't really shake this thing. I'm not been, you're not set free from it. It's just like there, and you can't find you find yourself just constantly, uh, you know, dragging it around with you. I'm telling you, you can be set free from that, but you've got to stop obsessing over its importance in your life and finding out everything to explain everything so that you can finally once and fall asleep at night. It's not going to happen. Sorry. But what can happen is that you take advantage and get momentum built in today. And that's what I want you to do. The last quote I want to talk to you about is out of the book of Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. And I think this best explains the three dimensions of my life and how I look at past, present, and future. And it's just so well said. And this is kind of where I find myself thinking today, and I want to share with you. Bible says this in verse 18 of chapter 43, forget the former things. Now, he didn't stop there. Isaiah didn't stop there. He said this, just don't dwell on your past. See, there's how you deal with your past. Don't dwell on it. Now, some of you, the wounds are so deep. Things are so difficult. I get it's going to take longer for you to progress through. But the fact of the matter is you've got to fill your mind and your days with far more than just dealing with and dwelling in your past. He goes on to say in verse 19, I'm doing a new thing. How many of you need a new thing in your life? How many of you need a new well that's springing up new resource for you? I do. You've heard me talk about in the past. You've heard me speak in Dallas. I talked about digging new wells. Why is that? Because I'm telling you the old wells of the past are not going to satisfy who you are today and where you're headed. Dig a new well. 
he goes on to say, I'm springing up a new thing, which this new thing is happening now, in the present, he says. Right now, I'm doing something now. Listen, open your eyes to the new that's around you. You can't, some of you cannot, you're so obsessed with the past or so anticipating the future that you don't see the new things that are right around you today. Things that are happening in your children's life, things that are happening in your marriage, things that are happening in your business. You're just so blocked off from today because of the past or the future. You're just missing this new, new thing that's springing up around you. Don't you see it? That's what he's saying. And then he talks about this future. I, I'm making a way in the wilderness, in the stream, and, and I'm providing streams in your wasteland. Think about that. Wilderness. Thinking about, have you ever felt like you were just kind of out and out of sorts, right? I mean, you knew you were somewhere, you just didn't know where. <laughs> you knew that you were kind of walking in a direction, but you didn't really know where it's going. Listen, this is where the new well springs are being developed. And this is where the, the wilderness is going to be cut down so that your vision can be seen for the future. It starts today. And have you ever felt like, you're dried up, you know, things are just without resource and you don't feel any refreshment. I have. That's where these new things are being, op opportunities are, are around you, but you can't wait for them till tomorrow. They're there now. There are things that have sprung up around you, new resources, new wells that have been digging around you. Open your eyes and gather the day and find what's available to you right now. You gotta rip the rear view mirror of your life off. You've gotta stop looking back and constantly thinking about, well, if, 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 no, right now, today, the opportunities are there. There's newness around you, capture it. What's new for you tomorrow will happen because you've managed the resources you have today effectively and efficiently. That's the way this works. I'm telling you, it's time for new today and then that new that you need tomorrow will take care of itself. So the issue I have is this for me. Which of my lives am I giving, which part, which dimension of my life, my past, my present, or my future, gets most of my attention? Where do I spend, I breathe most of my oxygen into? Meaning, what is it that I'm giving life to? What am I speaking to? What am I thinking about? What am I addressing? And honestly, for me, most of it has been my past. Or thinking my past was so miserable that I, I can have a brighter future thinking when I wake up tomorrow, everything's just going to be rosy. It's not. I've got to take today and make today matter. And so I want the oxygen and the brain power, and the energy that I have deposited into today. And then when I get up tomorrow, I'll have new energy, new brain power, hopefully. I'll have the resources I need for tomorrow. Stop overthinking this. Your day is what matters right now. <laughs> you have got to refocus your efforts and energy. You've got to start thinking about where your oxygen and energy and strength is deposited every day. Are you spending 20%, 30%, 40% of your brain thought, your thoughts in your brain and your, you know, you know, the anxiety and your stress that you feel by bad past mistakes. I'm going to give you some tools for that, but that's got to stop. Got to stop. I believe this. Our past 
occupies way too much space in our life. We can't possess new things without putting away the old things. You need to write that down. <laughs> we cannot possess new things without putting away the old things. And if you just keep living the way you were because of the mistakes you've made, or you're living in the glories of yesterday, I'll say that. I mean, there's some of you that hearing this are going like, it was good back in the 80s. Hey, buddy, it's not the 80s anymore. It's not the 90s. Some of you that hear this not even born in the 80s or 90s. Listen, I'm telling you this. What was good back then needs to be, whether it was good or bad, needs to not occupy as much space in your life. Make new memories by making today matter. Our past does not need to occupy so much of our lives. So here's the part of my podcast, and I put it in a little different place today that I call information for transformation. And I'm going to give you steps to dealing with your past. I'm just going to give you five of them. And listen, they're not all the answers, but I think it's a beginning point for you. So if you're ready to push past your past, try these five things and see if you don't get some results out of them. The first thing I have found in dealing with my past to push past it is the first thing is to identify what's keeping me from moving forward. What is it? Now, for me, I, I, it was unforgiveness. I'm, I'm just going to be, that, that's, that was the number one priority on my list. I, just, I mean, just things that I thought about. And every time I would think about forgiving certain people, I wouldn't because I would fuel the feelings that I had when it happened more than trying to, uh, uh, you know, walk away from it and create separation between me and that feeling. I fueled it. You know, I had a real struggle with accepting the success of others in our industry because I wasn't being approved and I wasn't, be, right? I wasn't being talked about and applauded. And I, wa I wasn't getting the things that some of my friends were getting <clears throat> or what I considered friends of mine. And they were friends of mine. But I mean, I was sitting on the sidelines kind of at times hoping that they kind of messed up, dropped the ball, so to speak. So coach could put me in. You know, what a weird place in life to be. What a sad place. That the only thing I felt was that if somebody failed, it would give me the opportunity to succeed. I don't live like that anymore. But see, you've got to be able to identify the things that are keeping you from moving forward. And listen, when I don't forgive, I can't trust in the future, the, anybody else I'm in relationship with. You know, when I, I hold resentment and bitterness against people, it's like a poison in me that it is, it, anything I put in my mouth tastes horrible, so to speak. It's just like nothing, I can't get past that. And so it was a constant companion. These were companions of mine in life, right? This unforgiveness was a walking companion that literally gave me strength when I felt weak, I thought. Right. Because I felt like when I was weak, the reminder came back to me that I am strong because I've overcome this crap somebody put in my life years back. And if that happened, I can do it again. You see how 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 uh, deceived our minds get. And with others, like I told you, I felt like, you know what, eventually <clears throat> people are going to realize what they're saying ain't that good. And they're going to it's going to give room to me to be able to really flourish and grow. And I'm telling you this, I have sit in the in this space and in, 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 uh, 
our in contracting the roofing contractor were for 12 years now and only in the last six months has anybody seemingly given one ounce of care about what i've been saying and i don't know how many of you care anyway but i feel like you are i'm getting comments like that it is and you know why i know this to be the case for me for the first 10 years of my life in in this business and actually for the bulk of my life it was all about me. I didn't want to pour my life into anybody but me. I didn't want to give. I wasn't responsible. I wasn't accountable. And here's the big word. I wasn't trustworthy with the gifting I had. You can say what you want, but the God I served, Yahweh, had I think had put me on the bench because he knew that I would only get worse at who I was but if he put me in front of people. That's what I thought. Now, you need to think about stuff like that. Are you really trustworthy? Have you really dealt with these issues and identified these issues with our life that are keeping you from moving forward? I did, and you can too. So the second step I think will help you is to find help and talk to someone. That's what you've got. Listen, I know it sounds simple, and I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm telling you until you can speak this out of you, it's not going to die in you. You've got to find somebody safe enough if you don't, you're not comfortable. Listen, if you if you if you're uncomfortable talking about this, you need to really analyze why you're uncomfortable, <laughs> because some of it is out of embarrassment and out of mistake, and that's the stuff you really need to get clear of. You've got to find somebody that you can trust and reveal yourself to, so that that poison can once and for all be exposed to light and darkness and be eliminated. Find somebody to talk to if it's professional. It, it, or if it's friends, it, or it's both, it doesn't matter. You've got to get this out of you. You've got to be able to talk to somebody to move forward. The third thing is be gentle but firm with yourself. It's easy to baby ourselves, especially when it comes to areas of pain. Think about that. It's easy for us to baby ourselves. It's when we're hard on other people, but when it comes to us, boy, we, you know, we want to coddle ourselves, and we just want to lay around in our own misery and feel sorry for ourselves. And, you know, listen, there's some things that, you know, we feel sorry for and about that is justified. But the fact is, eventually, you've got to firm up and go forward and determine that, yeah, I know how I feel, but I've got to activate my feet. I've got to move on. I know how I feel, but I've got to activate my feet in moving forward. Be gentle, but firm. Don't give in to yourself because yourself will baby you. Be a man or be a woman and realize it, identify it, talk about it, be gentle, but firm with yourself. I don't want you to beat yourself up over these issues, but you got to be firm. And determine in your mind, hey, I'm not going to continue this and lay in this for the rest of my life. The fourth thing is dive into a new passion. Find something else that you like to do that you can get committed to. That's going to help you reconcile out thinking so much about your past. What you know, It may be a hobby. It may be a new interest in business. It may be a new relationship. Whatever it is, find something that you can dive into that will occupy brain space for you so that you're not constantly thinking about all the past or anxious about the future. And the final thing, accept that others may never be accountable for the pain they put in your life. This one was a hard one for me because I wanted people not just to 
accept it and admit it. I wanted them to feel it. This is really painful for even me to talk about. I wanted them, I, I, I wanted the, the, there to be such a level of uh, consequence that fell on their head. And I don't know that if it had, if I'd have ever still felt like they got what they deserved because of what they did to me. But then I flipped that dadgum coin over and I see there are people I have hurt that I hope don't hold the same judgment on me. Isn't that how weird we are? I mean, how counterintuitive that is. Uh, well, I want them to do something I would never do for myself. I would, I want something on them that I'd never want on myself. That's, I mean, that, that's kind of ridiculous, but that's the rut we get ourselves in. Some people are never going to be accountable. And if they're not, you've got to move on anyway. You've got to activate your feet again and move on in another direction. And you cannot wait for them. It's kind of like faith. It's kind of like forgiveness. You have to act on it and then let the feelings catch up. That's a powerful word. You know, we live by faith. I live by faith, not by sight. And sometimes when I don't see it, I don't believe it. But I, that doesn't keep me from walking in it. When it comes to forgiveness and it comes to letting go of bitterness and frustration, I sometimes just have to declare it if you will, even though I don't feel it. And so some people have led us to believe that we can't forgive or get past stuff or we can't, you know, we can't walk by faith or whatever it may be if we don't feel it. That's just feelings. The Bible says the most deceitful thing in us is our own hearts. <laughs> and so we can't trust feelings. We just have to walk out. I mean, engage your feet. Even if the people that have done the offense are not willing to be accountable. Those are five tips that I think if you will put into your life that can transform you, helping you push yourself past your past. A couple other things I want to say in closing because our time is running out. But one of the difficulties I've had is people around me that I felt like though they talked like they saw the new me, they always held the old the old me against me. That's they never have gotten that part of me out of their mind. You know what? You know they talk about it. They you know they they you know they act like they're happy for me, and they may be, but I just don't feel it. Again, that goes back to this feeling thing. It doesn't matter what I feel about what people think about me when it comes to that level of my life. My past is behind me. I'm a new creature and I'm not going to, even if people give me the stank eye and they're like, hey, you know, I don't really know whether or not this guy's really authentic or not or genuine or he's really changed. I have got to keep doing and practicing and keeping my feet moving forward in the right direction, doing the right thing. And people are just going to have to have the opinion they have. I can't do anything about it, nor can you. We have to trust what we know to be true. Now, I'm going to close with a couple of things today that you may or may not like, but that's okay with me because daily declarations are very, very, very important to me. I want to say to the world I live in, I am not who I was. I am who I am and I am becoming what I will be. That's not my declaration, but that's the attitude that I have. 
So I get up and here are the declarations that I have every day. And these are the, not every day, that's not true. These are the, the declarations that I have regularly. And I, I encourage you to find regular declarations. And honestly, I should have these every day. Here are mine. This is the truth about me. No matter what anybody says, this is the truth about me. I am a new creature. Old things are past. All has become new. No matter what anybody else says. I know there are plans for me, not that are evil, but are to, that give me hope and a future. I don't care what anybody else says. I know that I haven't been given the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-control. I don't care what anybody else says. I know I have been called out of darkness into light. I don't care what anybody else says. I am sure that neither death nor life, things present or things to come, no power, nor height, nor depth, not, <coughs> not any creation will separate me from the love of Yahweh through Yahshua Christ. I don't care what anybody says. <coughs> I know that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't care what anybody else says. So those are the delect declarations of my life. So that the doubters, the enemies, and the troublemakers in my life have to understand that I am not who I was. I am who I am and who I'm becoming. Guys, I know this has been a lot tonight, today, but I encourage you to find the same path and separate yourself from the past and push through it once and for all. Because today is what we have to make all the all the benefit that we have in life come into reality, not just for us, for other people. Thank you so much for being with me today. I appreciate your time. And until next week, God bless you and press through your past.